Hey friends, tickets are now available for our new series of live workshops taking place in November and December. They're focused on getting coffee professionals and small business owners better prepared for 2023. There's one for coffee professionals, one for those looking to start or grow their business as a coffee consultant, and there's one for customer acquisition planning that's tailored to small business owners. Go to mapperforward.coffee forward slash events to grab tickets or check the show notes for details. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward, friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and we are at the final of our three-part series with Yanis, the SCA uh, CEO. And today we are talking about the three objectives that the SCA is going to achieve or aims to achieve by the end of the decade. Yanis, what are they in your in your mind? Okay, the end of the decade is seven years down the road. I yeah, can yeah. tell you about the next three for sure. Well, it's a brave person in this current climate that yeah. <laughs> that even like, looks 12 months ahead, right? <laughs> but I would say what we're aiming to achieve in the short term mm-hmm. and, and what is the vision for the longer term. But that vision resonates with me and some other people in the team. Mm-hmm. Um uh, we need to find also support from our board, from everyone. But we can we can definitely touch upon that. Mm-hmm. I think the most important thing is to frame properly the discussion about value, discovery, and distribution. I love that. Um, I think as SEA, we we want to be able to to frame properly that conversation like and and provide tools for the industry to have the conversations like your you spoke with peter about the new capping form there mm-hmm. is a thing there that speaks about how we score coffees and we talk about affective score which is how much you like a coffee mm-hmm how much I like coffee from how much you like a coffee might be completely different. My, mm-hmm. like, I might like uh, chocolate and, and nutty flavors and you might like red berries and, mm-hmm. and strawberries. And that's different, correct? Mm-hmm. And we need to be able to provide space for all that. We don't have to have uniformity if we that we all need to like the coffee the same. Like we need to understand the subjectivity the of everything that we do, yeah. right? And the amount of money that I'm willing to spend for a cup of coffee that tastes the way I like it from the amount of money that you're willing to spend for this same cup of coffee, it might be different. Mm. I might want to spend X dollars and you might want to spend x half of the same amount so and vice versa mm-hmm. you will want to spend a y um dollar amount for your coffee i would pay pay half or a third of that and we need to provide tools to everyone farmers traders where we can see how they can maximize the value they extract out of their crops and out of their coffees mm-hmm but also have the conversations about how we discover value because the capping form is a discovery 
value tool. mechanism, how we discover value on the, on the value chain and how we have honest conversation to distribute that. Value is also who takes up the risk. Like pandemic was a great example. Mm -hmm. You've seen me um, talking, I think it was in, um, in, in, a, in a talk I gave to Rico, um, talking about having honest conversations with your suppliers. I think risk cannot be carried unilaterally by farmers or someone in the value chain. I think mm -hmm. we need to have these discussions, honest discussions. What is risk? Where the risk lies? How we mitigate the risk and how we serve this risk responsibly between everyone on the value chain. And, and hedging on someone's, um, I would say, um, misery is not like how you no. actually talk about risk distribution. Mm -hmm. So we need to talk about rewards, risks, um, and, and frame that conversation properly. So mm -hmm. that is number one goal for SEA for the next years. Mm -hmm. I would say number two goal would be to provide a better community experience to everyone who interacts with SEA because we had this conversation over the last two episodes of what is SEA, how is SEA doing? Mm -hmm. And we know that we're not there. So it's more a, an internal one, but we want to provide a better experience for everyone who interacts with us, who wants to learn more, who wants to, to get involved more. And that's more an internal one. And that's a more short-term one. Mm -hmm. And a long-term one would be to engage consumers and to educate consumers. Is that the third or is that a part of number two? I would say that is the third. Great. I had just written down here, quote, consumer, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you got there. Great. I think SEA should be like would explore and pilot options on how to talk to consumers. Awesome. I think the coffee industry needs to take lessons from the wine industry or whatever and engage consumers in a way that it's meaningful mm -hmm. and and can actually um, have a bigger conversations and 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 present coffee not just as a commodity but as an experience uh, an experience um, yeah so that's the new kind of definition towards uh, the, the the white paper that speaks about towards a, speci uh, a definition for specialty coffee and mm -hmm. um, what specialty coffee is a coffee or a coffee experience uh, recognized for its distinctive attributes. When Shahan Yeretsian came on the podcast and we were talking mm -hmm. about what is the future investment that needs to happen with the science of coffee and I was really surprised by his response because his number one investment in coffee science was about the consumer. He believes that the majority of the 
the investment needs to be made in understanding the coffee consumer and understanding the different kinds of coffee consumers and how they, uh, what are their buying habits, what are their flavor preferences, all of that kind of stuff. What are they brewing? So in, in his mind, the, the most underrepresented part of it is the consumer. I agree with my friend Sahan when it comes to the perspective of like, we need to learn more about the consumer. He's a researcher. Uh-huh. I'll go the other way though. Okay. I don't want to understand like, I, yes, of course I need consumer references and mapping that will make the coffee value assessment system even better because I can map the, what is this coffee and who might like this coffee so I can get to sell this coffee more easier. But on the other hand, yeah, it's about talking to consumers, educating the consumer that coffee is not just a black drink you take every day. It is an experience. Mm -hmm. It's an experience that you can live like wine. Uh, it's an experience that you that needs to be rewarded throughout the value chain is 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 about making the consumer getting interested mm -hmm. into coffee and getting educated about coffee. Um, I had a conversation a couple of months ago in, in London with um, One and Spirits Education Trust. Mm -hmm. And they were saying that they educate around, um, I think they said 280,000 people a year. 55% of those were not industry professionals, were consumers. It's mind-blowing. Yeah. It's mind-blowing to understand how many consumers want to learn about wine and how few consumers will we have that they want to learn about coffee or they just learn through local seminars. Like, mm -hmm. I think we need to get, we've seen all the support for the coffee festivals around the world. Mm -hmm. and, and this is great because the consumer wants to embrace coffee. Mm-hmm. It's a great opportunity for the industry to push forward. Right. Do you think that specialty coffee, well, do you <coughs> think that coffee has a branding problem? Because we, we call all different kinds of coffee, instant coffee, roasted coffee, specialty coffee, cold brew coffee. We all call, we call all of it coffee. Do you think we have a branding problem from the perspective of being able to help the consumer understand what we mean by coffee versus specialty coffee? No, I, I, I don't think so. I think we have a great opportunity, but I don't think that we have a problem. Um, Is that no nuanced difference between the two things? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> it, Every problem is also an opportunity. I agree with you. <laughs> like, it doesn't mean but, the problem doesn't exist. <laughs> but I don't think that the problem exists. Like we have people saying, okay, the problem would be if people didn't drink coffee or if people wanted to drink something which tasted like coffee. But mm. no, people drink coffee. They like their coffee. But instant coffee is something that tastes like coffee. It's not coffee. But it comes from coffee. Right, and a whole bunch of chemicals. But people 
assume that that is coffee the same way that an espresso is coffee. But a producer produced coffee to make the instant coffee. Okay. I would, if if it was different, I would say if it was something that tasted like coffee, not being coffee, that would be a problem. And that's probably coming, right? The lab-made stuff. And people would call it coffee. Right. That, and, and that has nothing to do, for example, with with um, milks or brand-based. Right. Uh, this is different. Someone, the farmer is doing a work, you get the beans, you produce coffee. But what I'm saying here is I don't see a problem because you call it coffee. And in wine, you call it wine. And you have natural wines, you have uh, whatever kind of processes in wine you can imagine. Um, you can you have whatever variety, but at the end of the day, it's called wine. Mm. Let's have a glass of wine. Right. Uh, you never say let's have a glass of natural wine. Then you, you say let's have a glass of wine, and then I'm going to serve you a very nice natural. Or right, they seem so the to have figured is... it out better. Right, though. The consumer understands the language. Mm. We have a problem that the consumer does not understand our language. Right. That's what I mean. A branding From a branding perspective, we have a problem from that, that side. We have a, a language problem. Mm-hmm. But don't forget, there is a bright example in the coffee industry okay. about language for coffee. When you order at Starbucks, you speak Starbucks. <laughs> that's, a, that's an amazing... It really is accomplishment of Starbucks. It, it really People is. People learn the language to order the beverage they want. So you can train the consumer. Oh yeah. Folks, if you want to do a wild experiment, go to Google Trends. I'm doing some consumer research for a client right now. Okay. Go to Google Trends and and compare terminology. So start with coffee. And then add the term specialty coffee and compare the traffic of those two terms. Specialty coffee doesn't even register compared to the term coffee. But then go and start comparing Starbucks terms with just the word coffee. And it is fucking wild how closely those terms register in relation to the word coffee. They have done an amazing work. They really like, have. But that shows also... The example that we can definitely, definitely get the consumer involved mm-hmm. and we can do it as an industry. So, yeah, long term, I think we need to bring consumers along and that would be at least something that we would like to see in specialty coffee. Yanis, I know this has been two years in the making, but I want to... Really thank you for us finally getting there. It was a real joy. I hope you'll come back. Um, if people want to get in contact with the SCA, if they want to talk to the SCA about their ideas or mm-hmm. or their questions, how do they do that? Well, you can talk to us in many ways. Like mm-hmm. A lot of people talk to us through social media and don't think that we don't listen. We do. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes we just don't feel the need to answer. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't loaded at all. Uh, no, no, no. I'm just joking here. Um, but I would say there are, there are uh, 
uh, emails, there is getinvolved.sa.coffee. So there are ways that you can email us and okay, you can right. find us. Like, come on, like we're in a small industry and yeah. and usually some of us are, are in events around the world. You will yeah. see us, you know us, speak to us. Like, it's not that we're not going to speak. Like, yeah, yeah. we'll open. include links in the show notes as well. Um, and, and we can go from there. This has been, I, go ahead. I want to thank you. It has been like two years that we are trying that. And yeah. How do you say it? Peace, love and peanut butter. Peace, thank love and peanut much. butter. <laughs> Thanks again, Yanis. Thank you. Have an amazing Bye. rest of your day, everyone. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Map It Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Map It Forward, head to mapitforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below.